You're listening to the All of a Sudden Podcast. I'm your host, Julian. Welcome. Beer of the Week, Full Moon Rye IPA. It's beer made by the Real Ale Brewing Company. You can find it at your local Tin Man's. Fucking good. It's got a nice dark amber color. Pretty herby smell, but not a very strong hoppy taste. Go try it. It's awesome. I'm going to be doing things a little different this week. The guys aren't here in the studio. Uh, You know, life comes with a lot of responsibilities. Joe's busy at work, uh, Jeremy, he called in sick, already sick of me, and Hector, I guess he kind of just left me unread, but it's alright, I'm here, I'm queer, get used to it. I had a couple of topics that we were going to talk about, but I'd rather wait until at least half of the gang is here, and I came up with this spur of the moment idea, like comic books, I know how much you guys like hearing me nerd out over that, I felt like doing kind of a one-shot episode. My idea is to kind of give you like a somewhat origin story to why I wanted to do this and why I started this whole thing. And I feel like the best place to start, you know, obviously is at the very beginning. I met my buddy Joe, Jesus, like 10 years ago. Uh, Pretty crazy story. I mean, not too crazy. There was this like kind of rumor going around of this guy who was probably a girl or probably a guy. Nobody could really tell because Joe back then, he kind of had more feminine features if you don't know this about Joe, he also has like really, really long hair. It's kind of like a family tradition that he has going on. So one day there was like a school dance going on and I was just a loser. I bought one. I figured, oh, you know, maybe I could dance or do something. But when the time came to it, I was like, uh, you know what? This sucks. I don't know anybody. I'm, you know, very shy, very awkward, as you know. And... I was like, I I bought this dumb ticket. I might as well just get rid of it. And I saw these two dudes walking up because uh, Joe and our buddy Carlos used to be real good friends, best friends even. And I walked up to him. I was like, hey, guys, you want to take this ticket? You know, I have this ticket to the dance. Go fuck it here. Go fucking have a great time because I'm just going to go home. I don't want any part of this at all because I'm just going to end up sitting down and watching people dance, being a fucking loser. And they were like, oh, fuck, yeah, thanks. Unbeknownst to me, uh, apparently these guys were hanging out with uh, my best friend, Dennis. By the way, shout out, Dennis. Fucking love you, man, miss you. Hope you and Becky and the kids are doing great. Uh, They were actually really good friends and shit. And, you know, the next day he invited me over and we started palling around and we became this uh, real tight group of friends with uh, another old friend of mine named Aaron. And yeah, I mean, that's basically how I met Joe. The way I met Jeremy and Hector was in high school. I was uh, supposed to go to another school, but I was like, nah, fuck that shit. I kind of want to go to this other school instead. You know, I wanted to meet new people. I wanted to kind of like start fresh. And sure enough, I did. I don't remember who exactly started grouping with who. I don't know if it was uh, Joe and Carlos or whoever the hell, but 
uh, basically like our group of friends and their group of friends kind of just like merged into one and that's how we all became like best buds the crazy thing about jeremy is we didn't know that we were cousins at the time it took his biological mom's wedding and some photos and like oh shit like meeting his older brother to be like oh shit dude you're my cousin and yeah i've been family ever since High school years were crazy. I mean, I'm sure it was the same for everybody, but I don't know. Maybe some people had it easier, some people had it harder. Eh, but it's a great place to meet people, and it's a great way to stay in shape. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so yeah, back to this idea of a podcast. While in high school, I joined this class that was basically video production and editing and all this stuff, and it really kind of struck like a chord with me. I used to be really into movies, really into comic books. I love storytelling. I also like kind of write for fun. And yeah, over time, you know, after graduating, I kind of fell out of it. And it became this thing where every day I was kind of just doing the same thing. I wake up, wash my face, get ready for work, go to work, come home, shower, fall asleep, brush my teeth, whatever the hell, yada, yada, yada. And there was this time I just went to a bar. I think it was Dead Beach. I'm not too sure. But they were playing uh, Groundhog Day on the TV. And there's this point where Bill Murray asks this guy at a bar, what would you do if your life was the same every single day? Get up, brush your teeth, comb your hair, go to work and start the fucking process again and again and again. And really just struck a chord with me. And I was like, you know what? I fell into a rut. I need to get the fuck started because if I don't fucking start doing shit, I'm never going to get out of this. So here we are. I was kind of saving up for a while. There was a surgery that I kind of wanted to do. For those of you who don't know, I kind of suffer from a pretty bad skin condition. But basically, I said, fuck it. You know, what's more important, my physical appearance or my future? And I chose my future. I signed up for college, you know, to study up a little more, learn a little more bullshit. I have to wait, sadly, because, you know, financial aid, I make a little too much to qualify for it. But it's whatever, you know, I'll, I'll do it. Uh, my end goal is to kind of end up with this production company. And I felt like starting this podcast was a good first step. Bought the laptop, bought the mic, and was ready to go. I called up Jeremy, Hector, Joe, you know, with couple close friends just to see who wanted to do it and yeah that's how we ended up with the, the podcast and <laughs> we ended up naming it after our favorite catchphrase it's like oh hey you want to start a podcast all of a sudden yeah we're dumb but yeah that's basically it this is a stepping stone towards the future hopefully i wanted to bring up a couple of things from last week i know we missed the question of the week last week we were kind of like in a rush I think we were also kind of like working off of like a, damn, this episode's pretty good. We need to end this before we end up fucking up or something. So we kind of dropped the ball there. Starting with uh, question number two from two weeks ago. What song from a video game, cartoon, movie, radio, etc. upon hearing gives you instant joy from nostalgia? Maybe even a happy memory. I guess we'll start with uh, Instagram. We have a response from Jacob. Super Bowl 51. Hector and Jeremy know. <laughs> Sorry, Jacob, but I guess they're not here today, so I guess we'll have to wait a week for them to explain. Uh, Vulcan Logic says, La de Morato, que mandome de amor. Here you go, Vulcan Logic, a little something special for you. I don't know. 
right. <laughs> Harito says, added up by Violent Femmes while playing Tony Hawk's Underground 2. Good times. Here you go, Carito. Another ditty just for you. Tony Hawk was fucking awesome. Fucking love. Uh, I still think to this day, probably Pro Skater 4 was probably my favorite. And then followed by probably Underground 1. No, 2. 2 is probably a little better. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, I used to jam out to the playlist on Spotify every now and then. If I had to pick a song from the Tony Hawk games, I would have said TNT by ACDC in the original Pro Skater 4. But now that I think about it, honestly, the doors break on through is more instant nostalgia. I can already hear just the sound of the skateboard just hitting the pavement. It's pretty sweet. Check it out. Some other responses we had on Facebook were from Booker DeWitt. He says the Are You Afraid of the Dark intro theme song. It takes him back to the Snick era of Nickelodeon. And he used to watch that show and eat pizza with his family, which awesome dude. Love that. Family means everything. I would also like to add to Michael's answer by mentioning the Goosebump theme song. I think that's a pretty nostalgic song, especially with Halloween around the corner. Uh, another one was from our local DJ over here at Love Buzz, Ray. He says the X-Men animated series Saturday mornings after school and that and the DuckTale theme. Calling you out right now, Ray. I better hear one of those next Taking Back Wednesdays. Hopefully you hear this in time. Thanks. Moving on to question three, question of the week. Where is a good place to go on a date with someone you just met and why? Starting again with Instagram, we got... Some advice from our boy Rocky Hardy. He says a place to go is comfortable and keep it light. There's a little bar on the east side where it's cool to get a coffee or something stronger if things go well. Maybe catch a movie. Thanks, Rocky. Also, shout out to Rocky. Listen to his podcast. He has a really cool video game podcast over at Impossible Coin. Him, Tegan, and Brian. Fucking awesome. Thanks again for your response, man. Moving on to Twitter, we actually have some feedback from our good friends Joe and Delilah. We were hanging out with our friend Dion the other day, and I figured, oh, well, we might as well record this. That way you guys can have some presence in the episode. So here you go. Priscilla wrote in, a good place for me to go on a date is a coffee shop, followed by some random exploration, somewhere both of us have never been before. It gives you uh, time to get to know each other. And uh, yeah, that was that was her her response. I think that's the main thing. You want to be able to talk to the person. It doesn't matter where exactly you go as long as you are able to talk to that person. I mean, we talked about that last week that coffee, I think, is a good starting ground for uh, the date. Whether it's the start or the end of a date, I think coffee is a, a pretty good But you, get, you guys to go gotta for. be careful. Like, don't pull what Joe did. Take me on this amazing first date and never pull that crap again. <laughs> that was also talked about. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I heard. Ha, fucking Joe. Take your woman out already, man. It's been too long. Moving on to the Facebook account. Starting with Rachel. She says, some cool shit downtown. Go biking, some chess while you're down there, maybe even some ping pong. Our city is getting kind of cool now, and it doesn't cost much to have a good time besides the usual drink. Following her is Gladys. She went on a first date to the movies, which we all found out, you know, that was my go-to. And we find out that it was a shitty thing to do. 
But continuing with Gladys, she said she fell asleep through it all and it was very cringeworthy. Go anywhere, fun, calm, where you can talk, laugh, and grab a snack downtown, maybe buy a food truck. Lastly, we have Carla saying Whataburger. It's just inside joke. That's where I took her on our first date. <laughs> but we also saw Nick and Nora, so hey, sometimes movie dates do work. Come to think of it, now that we're talking movie dates, I know Hector and Jeremy wanted to get to know what kind of things you'd be interested in with the... Uh, scary movies it being october um the question was a little weird i don't know exactly what the hell they were asking i asked them to revise it and uh they never really got back to me on that but i guess to kind of jump off of their jumping point so to speak i'm gonna be doing a giveaway i want you guys to answer our questions of the week uh there should be four this month not including the last week because last week i want to make sure you guys have the movie in time i don't know if i'm gonna have to mail it or email it or whatever that's another thing i might decide to do a digital copy or because it might be easier than uh, actual physical copy and you'll be able to get it a lot faster but yeah actually answer our questions the more times you answer this month the more you're entered to win i guess we'll do kind of like a raffle at the end of the fourth week and we'll let the winner know on the fifth week, the one right before Halloween. That way we can either meet up and I can give you the movie. Or if it's a digital copy, I could send you a link or an email or something. But yeah. Joe, Delilah, Dean, and I the other day were also talking about uh, tattoos. As well as, you know, certain things about El Paso that just kind of make it feel like home. Let's agree. Uh, I don't know. We were, we, were, we, were talking about, <laughs> we were talking about um mine and Delilah's matching tattoo idea where she's going to get talk shit on her knuckles and then i'm gonna put get hit on my knuckles i thought you were gonna get thug life yeah no, i want to do that too no he was gonna get nasty thug remember oh, that yeah. he was gonna get nasty thug no, that it's, way, it's, that gonna be, it's gonna it's gonna say thug nasty but then i can change it to say nasty thug nice fucking perfect yeah we were talking tattoo ideas yesterday um one of the things i wanted to do was get an actual tattoo of el paso you know i love the city it kind of Honestly, it, it, it's a city that really grows on you. I know uh, growing up, I was like, eh, whatever. It's just a place that I live. I don't really give two shits. But more and more that I kind of leave and go away for a while, I always find myself after about a week starting to get like real homesick. Uh, one thing that I actually really love about the city is the star. Yeah, that's just the El Paso iconic. I, yeah, I, I, I know. It's, it's like our Statue of Liberty. It's our you know space needle it's our freaking do other places have well i imagine the other places a lot of other places have but i mean we're a pretty small city aren't we we're not a small city we're yeah, actually like, we're like aren't we the smallest biggest smallest city I think yeah, yeah something like Some... that i think we're like 19th or something on the like u.s list or some so bullshit we're, we're pretty up there but uh i mean even then the i don't know there's i there's like a sense of nostalgia like for myself Whenever I'm coming home, like especially after it's a long drive or trip, and, and see, you not, just—it's not even the star. Sometimes, sometimes it's just seeing the mountains. Yeah, the yeah. You know what? I think that's what sure. it is actually more than the star. It's the mountains because, like, that's you when see, you know you're home. Yeah, you see it like in the horizon, and it's just wow. Like they're real majestic. I Did guess. you know you could actually see the star from here in Horizon. I've seen it a few times, but you have to kind of be a little more. It's it's yeah. You have to be if you, we go to like the top of my parents' house, you can see it. Well, it's yeah, it's no, very small, but you it's it's amazing that you can see it from any point of uh, El Paso, almost any point, unless you're behind the mountain. 
Yeah, unless you live on the west side, then you're just you're you're out of luck. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> talk normal. Talk normal. I have to read it. Yeah. Well, that's that's how I talk. Like that's my volume. Do you want me to go? Do you want me to speak louder? Like yell into the microphone? Well, this is my normal pitch. Yeah, like this. Okay, well, yeah, this is how I talk. Hey guys, looks like we have a surprise visitor. Our very own Carla P. We went to go see a show last night and uh, she showed me this new band called Big Thief. Yeah, super good band. Um, they're from Brooklyn. Um, yeah, I heard them a few, I guess like months ago and I really fell in love with them. Uh, connected with their lyrics, uh, the music was super good. Um, if I want to, you know, just listen to some really laid back music. Yeah, it was really great. I've been telling people about the show for like ever. I tell them, and everyone just looks at me because they're like, "Who's that?" <laughs> yeah, great band, great band. I was uh, talking earlier with uh, Joe, Delilah, Dion about like the different things when it comes to El Paso, like how much the city's been kind of growing on me as well as them. Would you say stuff like this band and whatever like shows that are starting to come in more and more to El Paso is another, I guess, experience towards El Paso? Yeah, definitely. Um, so it's been kind of weird. Uh, I guess lately I've been more open to discovering El Paso. Uh, I, I guess, you know, this whole self-discovery thing. <laughs> uh, but no, like before I was more uh, close-minded as to what I did do for fun. But now I'm, you know, kind of getting more into looking up things to do around town and, um, you know, like bands that come into town. And I'm actually, I'm surprised at how many good things we have here in El Paso. Like, it's it's kind of weird to me, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think we were talking about that last night, actually. You mentioned how you were starting to, to get a lot more of the feel for El Paso. Like, you're, you said that you didn't really like it as much until just recently. Yeah, so I should mention that I've lived here my whole life. and You weren't born here. I, yeah, I mean, I was just gone for like maybe like two months, but that doesn't count. I mean, yeah, I, I basically I've lived here my whole life. And maybe I think it was like, I want to say less than a month ago was the very first time that I've been to Scenic Drive. I'd never been there. Um, and when I would tell people about it, they'd be like, how could you, you've lived here your whole life and you've never been there? Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I just never thought like it be important to do so. When you were on Scenic Drive, you had told me you had saw like the beauty of El Paso almost for the first time. Can you give us some, I guess, thoughts or whatever? I was surprised that there was something that beautiful here in El Paso. Um, I mean, I'm not hating on the city, you know, like I agree with you when you say, you know, that this is home, you know, home is where the heart is. <laughs> but um but yeah, like I was super surprised. I was like, how is this possible? It's so like relaxing up there. I can literally go by myself just and just go look at the lights or the scenery, you know, and then just and just feel calm. Yeah, there was a time back when I used to live in the trailer park 
we used to live in front of some train tracks and by the train tracks there were these little canals and I remember one time when I was walking home I was like oh I wonder what it looks like down there because there's a lot of shrubbery there's a lot of you know there's water as you can I remember even some of uh, the neighborhood kids would actually go fishing or they'd get like some the little sand crabs from in there or crustaceans whatever the fuck and it was just it was beautiful like i remember even taking my ex-girlfriend down there and she was like wow what the fuck you find the strangest shit in el paso and that's the weird thing you can definitely find so many like new things around here even just going for a drive or walking around um back in april i was going back to school and i remember driving to school uh just going all the way down north loop and um every day i drive by this little uh um like business that was going to be a coffee shop and every single time i drive by it it'd say like that it was opening soon but i don't know how long it was saying that it was going to open soon till finally back in august i drove by it one day and they were finally open so this is a coffee slash thrift shop uh it's called fresh sip it's on it's in the lower valley and I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's like hundreds of coffee shops here in, in town. The thing that made this place, I guess, special to me, it's, it's literally right down the street from my house. And it's like, it's in the lower valley. Usually if you want to go to like a nice bar or like a nice coffee shop or something, it requires quite a drive. So for me to be able to just, you know, get up and take like literally like two minutes just to get to this place it was it was great and um i mean as soon as you go into this place like it's so cozy like you talk to the owners and they're really cool they (laughs) i know like i've gone in there a few times and i've bitched about my life and you know the owner's super cool about it she'll hear me out you know and she'll have we'll have a really nice conversation what was this place called again it's it's fresh sip down north loop um, san jose road i believe like right across from north loop elementary like you guys should you guys should check it out because i really like it um like i was saying like super cozy environment and as soon as you go in there like it's super comfortable it's a tiny little place she usually has like cool stuff that you can buy from her um and she makes really good coffee i don't know if you were listening earlier before you like snuck in to the studio but we were also talking about some tattoo ideas, like some dumb tattoo stuff. Uh, being a purveyor of dumb tattoos yourself, oh, what kind of... Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What are your thoughts on the topic? I think everyone's allowed, like, one really stupid tattoo, maybe. I'm not saying no. He just he just lifted up his arm. He has a really stupid wolf tattoo. Just saying, but um, okay. So I'm not saying bad tattoos. I'm saying stupid tattoos, like just something that's just really ridiculously dumb. You know. <laughs> no, I mean I think everyone, you know, like it's their own body, right? So they can get whatever they want. If I want, if they want to get something really stupid go for it you know if you want to look dumb go for it (laughs) it's your body i mean i don't have anything specific as to like what kind of tattoos like to get myself like anyone who knows me basically knows that most of my tattoos are just random shit so i mean i don't think it really matters like what you want to get yeah when i got my first tattoo i remember getting a lot of shit from this one dude that was also there 
he was getting like some kind of polar bear tattoo and he was doing it because it was like supposed to symbolize him and his mom and then he asked me about like what i wanted and as you mentioned it's my dumb wolf tattoo <laughs> but it's uh you know I, I told him i just really liked wolves i really like the animal i've always felt kind of like a spiritual connection towards them and he just kind of like shat upon my whole uh idea of it and i was just like well fuck you dude like it's my tattoo it's my first tattoo i don't give a shit what you think it's like you said it's my body i can do whatever the fuck i want with it yeah i i hate people who judge you for like the stuff that you actually get tattooed um i mean i know some people that take forever just to decide what they want to get um just because they actually want to make their tattoos uh meaningful or whatever and then i have so i know some people that just they just really don't give a shit like if there's something they like like they're just gonna get it like no fucks given um but yeah like if someone's just gonna judge you about it i mean that's that's a little fucked up but i hate people like that same i mean i know i make fun of like jeremy and joe with their like dumb tattoos like i know joe has that dumb mewtwo one and uh jeremy has like those i think it's what the hell is it that stupid catchphrase him and jay always used to say say that you won't yeah uh so him and jay both got that same matching tattoo say that you won't on the back of their fucking knees or something and I'm just like, okay, dude. I feel like either way, like that still has some sort of meaning to all of them. I mean, like they're they're friends, you know. And if it's something that they did together, then hey, go for it, man. Dion, will you take me to a strip club? Since Joe won't. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I just want to say that I've been to one. Like, I actually just want to go. To, I've never. Like, been do you want me to one. go with you, or do you want me to pay for you? <laughs> Girls get in free, don't they? Oh, on a certain night. On a certain night, yeah. We'll see. We'll go in when I have to get in free. Yeah, so me and the guys were all fucking talking about that the other day. I myself hadn't gone to a strip club in, I don't know, almost most of my adult life. It wasn't until I took a trip to Portland. Get it, you've been to Portland. Oh my god, whatever. Fuck you. But yeah, so it wasn't until I took a trip to Portland that I was able to actually experience my first time. I was hanging out with uh, my sister and a couple of, well, one of her friends, his name is Tommy. Shout out, Tommy. Fucking awesome dude. And uh, we were discussing about places to go, like where to eat or where to like hang out next. And like the thing about Portland is it's kind of like strip club capital city of the world or whatever, or at least the U.S. And so <laughs> obviously he listed a few and I I told him like well you know what guys i've actually never been to a strip club and that's when tommy was like all right that's it it's been decided we're going and he picked out uh i think it was this place called sally's i'm not too sure but yeah it was pretty <laughs> pretty interesting what was your first thought as soon as you went in um my first thought going in i don't know i was kind of nervous i was like oh shit this is it i'm gonna pop my like strip club cherry or whatever the hell and so at first I was like, okay, well, going based off of like stories from other people that I know have gone, uh, I was trying to use like going back off of like their experiences and their mistakes and their advice. It was like, okay, make sure like if if it's like this long of a dance, make sure you cut yourself off because the stripper is not going to cut you off. They're going to milk you for everything you got. They're going to pretend that, you know, they're into you and shit, but that's just only to get your money. And I'm like, okay, well... Let me go in with that mentality and 
see how we go from there. I was also trying to keep a track of like my alcohol level. I know that once I get to like a certain point alcohol wise, or I think for most people, once you get to like a certain point alcohol wise, you're a lot more fluid with your money, you know? But for the most part, I also like talked to Tommy and even like my sister and I asked them for a little more like last minute advice just to, you know, know how it's going to be going in. Because I didn't know if it was going to be the same as Texas. Does GTA 5 count? <laughs> no, but for real. Um, so I went, whew, this was years ago. I went with a few friends to uh, Dreams. Um, and honestly, it was like like 10 minutes, like in and out. Uh, we went in for free. I guess it was like ladies night or something. Um, it was so packed that honestly we didn't really do anything so i guess you could t- technically say i've never been to one i mean i've been into one but i've never experienced the strip club feel um so delilah hit me up just <laughs> so for a complete set of guidelines on strip club do's and don'ts uh, make sure you guys head over to our website <laughs> yeah totally don't forget to leave a like and subscribe every dollar you donate goes towards delilah's first lap dance fund will you remember me she got I remember as a kid seeing like at least the letter E and like a few other. Well, they still do. Like, I mean, they still have the A for Austin High School. I mean, they used to have a letter for literally each of the high schools here in Austin. That explains it. And now they don't. Now the only one who has it is Austin because, like, I mean, they paid for that property. And they take care of it. Yeah, they paid to, like, keep that A. And they light it up during homecoming night. Like DV? Yeah, (laughs) DV's wonky uh, metal little dv yeah and they would no, light up during the football game remember how heated the isleta dv games would get oh man those were fucking awesome like i used to love really going to those football games all the time going into enemy territory to isleta to watch the the game puro conquistadores yeah i remember the fucking stupid del valle isleta games where we'd whoop their ass almost every time see it's not about winning games it's about the school spirit and spirit doesn't win playoff games sorry um doesn't matter okay if you were to compare like our homecomings like we'd win hands down okay i don't know about that we had some pretty good parades (laughs) we would literally shut down a whole street just for us like a whole all of alameda was shut down for us i mean we had batel so like a back street that nobody goes to back streets back all right yeah, so like homecoming week was always super fun. We had like the hall decorating um, day. We had obviously like the parade. And right after the parade, we'd have like a really awesome pep rally. Yeah, our homecoming week. I think the student council team was kind of lazy because each year, you know how it's like a different topic every year for us it was like i think one year was like disney then the next one was like jungle but it was like lion king or tarzan or some other bullshit jungle book and then there's another one that was mickey mouse and it was like oh my god we're clearly doing the same shit every year we had a pretty kick-ass student council i'm not gonna lie our student council was pretty great why just because you were in it not just that but like the people that were in it 
they were serious about it i don't know like some people get into student council just for like the credit like you but uh, like a lot of us actually like were into it i mean i was pretty into it myself i know like my first year i think i was in like jrotc because i really wanted to learn how to like do the gun spinning thing and it was like oh shit here i am in my like one of my first ever parades yeah but like have you ever organized a parade I mean, who would want to organize a parade? <laughs> uh, it was fun, all right? So uh, junior year, I was uh, class president. And then so a senior year, I was um, student body president. So I was super involved um, those two years for homecoming week. Me and my um, the student council advisor, we organized the parade together. It was pretty hectic, but... but I, I think it's a great accomplishment, you know, put on my resume. So like in high school, well, probably even as early as middle school, the topic of attraction starts to become a major thing going on. I know the guys were talking about it earlier. There's actually a quote was like the beauty of a naked woman is a thing created by God, something like that. It's I'm butchering the quote but i know it's like oh, we, we get the ballpark yeah yeah that's essentially what it is well see like me i'm attracted to arms like one of the things besides joe's hair like and his eyes like and everything arms, else <laughs> no like his arms like honestly like like musculies yeah like arms are sometimes arms are just really nice and you're just like fuck i really like backs like a girl's back like you you, you know like how, the dimples on the back don't well you? not just the dimples but just like the, the appearance curvature. of like a girl's back it just looks beautiful to me like especially well, yeah, like when they do that like head thing that like head tilt to the side there's kind of like a beauty to it it's not just like a sexual thing it's like a kind of a beauty to it and you Dion? don't pull the eyes crap because like i mean everybody's it's always eyes oh i love eyes what's not to like about eyes i mean i honestly that's i look at eyes and then lips and then from there it's kind of a gamble between uh hips and boobs more so boobs but a booby guy yeah, yeah. If most girls catch me with their eyes, if not their face, they're, um... Or they really just catch you staring, you creepy, creepy that, Jack. Well, I mean, hey, if it's, if it's Jack doing it, he can do whatever he wants. That's, that's, that's true. true. So, you get a, Jack, you can get Jack away. gets away with so, anything. Okay. So, going off of uh, what we were talking about, how about you, Carla? Like, what's something that you find attractive? So, when I look at, I guess, like a woman, uh, the first thing I'm going to notice is her lips. Um, there's, yeah, like some nice plump lips i have this uh, weird attraction to a person's neck as well i don't know there's just something about it just a nice a slim neck i can kiss <laughs> um but above all, all else I, I guess you could say like i'm attracted to a person's mind um, i don't really go based off of looks if you believe that but um like i, I like someone that I can have a good conversation with um, someone that, you know, I could just like geek out with or or something, you know. Um, nowadays, everyone's like, well, I just want someone that I can binge his show on Netflix with or something like that, you know. And so it just sounds really cliche, but um, but it's very real. Dating nowadays is really hard. Yeah, I know what you mean. The single life is definitely kind of a really weird uh, thing to go about earlier like even last week i was trying to figure out how the hell to even start dating someone when you just meet them which i guess brings us you know to the final 
segment of the show, the new question of the week, which is... What's something everyone is into that you aren't, and what's something no one thinks you'd be into that you are? Got anything for that, Dion? Oh, right right off the back. I can see it from here. There's a Rick and Morty uh, blanket on the bed. That and or SpongeBob. I mean, I, I was... Breaking my heart. I know, know, I know. And I'm probably breaking like the internet's heart. To me, it was kind of a little annoying. You I think, weren't around the, the target demographic when yeah, it first I, came out. As it was coming in, I was, you know, heading out the door and, you know, getting a job and a life. Uh, continuing on that, so what's something that no one thinks that you'd be into that you actually are? Oof. Um, you might have to come back to me on that because I'd have to think about it. So one thing that <laughs> everyone's into that I'm not, uh, I was talking to Joe about it yesterday, Africa by Toto. I think it's a good song. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, like, I, I don't think it's a bad song, but I don't see what's all the rage about it. Like, I don't think it's the greatest song in the world. Did someone make a meme about it or is that, it, it became is a that huge why buzz. it, it yeah. came up again? I remember seeing a video of Blastoise dancing to it. <laughs> okay. I thought it was the funniest thing ever. And I, I don't know if that was the starting point or there was something that led to that. But Yeah, and then Weezer did like their cover of yeah, it and it just really was. just came back like By crazy. popular demand. Yeah, like, by popular demand. The, the only reason they did it was because so many people kept bugging them to do it. The Hobbit was something that I just got really disappointed with. Hmm. Um, one thing that I'm into that no one really would think that I'd be into is being tied up. Oh, so you're oh, in bondage. Yeah. <laughs> We're going there. Wow. No, <laughs> okay, well, that was, that was the only one I could kind of come up with. Cause it was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm a very, I, I guess dominating in bed, but there was this one time that, uh, would a girl, you like to get spanked? Don't you? Huh? <laughs> There was this one time that a girl uh, tied me up like with my tie because I was wearing like a dressy shirt and she got, uh, I forgot what she used as my blindfold. I don't know if it was like my shirt, but she kind of blindfolded me and then she used my tie to bind like my hands while she like kind of fold around with me. Would you not do Julian? I don't spanking for you. Joe? This one was a real tough one for me. I think uh, Mac Miller... I can say that a lot of people, I don't know if it's just because he's dead now or they were really into him before, but I never even knew who any of these people were until like they died. And I was Apparently like, Mac Miller was huge in high school. Yeah, I was Very big in high never, school. never knew. Uh, stuff that I'm into that no one would think. I don't think there's really much. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty laid back. And I, I mean, I play video games. I'd sit at home and I curse out the world because I'm a grumpy old man. Oh, I know. I got it. You're a homebody. That's what you are. The thing is that most people our age don't mind going out. They like going out. Whether even if it's just to a bar or to a friend's house. You, on the other hand, you want to be home. I'm personally, uh, personally not a fan of bars. I'll enjoy something like Tin Man where we can all sit back and just enjoy Bev. Whereas... Going to an actual bar such as Love Buzz, where it's noisy and there's just a lot of people, it's it's it's, it's of out of my comfort zone, and I'm just not happy going there. I got some feedback from Jeremy on the question of the week. He says that something that he's not into that everyone else is is How I Met Your Mother and The Office. As far as something that no one thinks that he'd be into that he actually is would be reading. Classical music, maybe orchestra if it's not the same. And of course, men. What about you, Carla? What's uh, something that 
people are into that you aren't and what's something that people wouldn't think that you'd be into that you are? Uh, something everyone's into that I'm not into. Uh, I guess all the like the rappers nowadays. Uh, I really can't stand any of like the rap music that uh, that's been being released nowadays. Uh, something that no one thinks that I'd be into. Probably like my taste in music. I listen to a lot of opera, instrumental music, um, movie soundtracks, things like that. So yeah, I mean, I guess it's pretty different. So like Jeremy, it's uh you you guys really like the classical instrumental kind of thing. Yeah, I I mean I didn't even know that about Jeremy, so I just found out. So cool. I want to remind everybody that because it's Spooktober, I'm going to be doing a raffle this month. So make sure to answer our questions of the week every week these next four weeks. The last week, I will select a winner and we'll go from there. The movie is definitely going to be Halloween themed. So, you know, answer our questions and who knows, maybe you'll win. The more times you enter, the better chances you'll have. Thanks, guys. I've been your host, Julian. And I'm Carla. Stay sunny, guys. Bye. <laughs> Say turquoise. Turquoise. <laughs> <laughs>